0: Good morning. Um, this is the fourth week of Advent. And this is the angel candle. So we'll get that lit before I forget it. And it actually represents love. So we're going to have a little talk about love here. And um, the Christ candle will be lit tonight. Like I say, that was the service we've been preparing for. <laughs> I'm just too much anxiety right now. I... Um... Just a simple guy, right? So the other night I'm watching this show, and I think most of you will understand this. It was called uh, Undercover Boss. Yeah, you ever watched this show? It was kind of cool. I started watching some of it, and then I watched another one. You know, you can watch the whole series if you want. And I guess I'm a little different than most people. Uh, I, I just see God in all of this, right? And, and I see Christmas as this undercover boss coming to the earth, so I started thinking about how this would relate to us. And so the, the, the world's a, a mixed-up place, right? I mean, it's, it's really weird right now. So God, the boss, sends his son to this earth with a message. Now, was he undercover? Well, I don't know, but he was a lot like us. And this is kind of what this, this show I was watching stood for, the, the head honcho would dress up like one of the employees and go to work for them to see how they did things and stuff like this. And uh, one of the shows I watched, he just couldn't take it anymore. And he throws off all of his wigs and everything and starts firing people. You know, things were bad. And I thought, I, I want to do this. <laughs> right? I want to go into this world and say, like, man, you, you screwed that up. I- I'm not pointing at anybody. You screwed this up. You know, this is, this is what you know ought to be doing. God sends... Jesus to this earth just like us. In fact, in Hebrews, I'm going to read some of this. Um, Because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, his son also became flesh and blood. For only as a human being could he die, and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. He sends his son like us. This is is how we would understand it. Therefore, it is necessary for him to be made in every aspect like us, his brothers and sisters, that he could be our merciful and loving and faithful high priest through God. Then he could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of his people. Now, I'm going to change this from undercover boss to undercover king. We had an undercover king that God sends to this earth to bring us a message. And I can't help but to think he came to tell us that we're not doing it right, that we're not acting right. that that we didn't get what his father was trying to say. And I often teach this, that a lot of people think God is this mean old man that rules with this iron scepter. And he's just waiting for you to to make a mistake, and he's going to pounce on you. He wants to send you to hell. Now, we know that's not true. It says all through Scripture, he wants no one to perish. So those two things can't go hand in hand. Now, Jesus comes as an exact replica... what's the word I'm looking for representation of the father and he is loving and kind and beautiful and and so gentle you see he can't be in contrast with the father so obviously we're looking at the father wrong he's not a mean old man waiting to pounce on you he's a father that's trying to teach us with tears running down his face I don't want to discipline you but I have given you so many tries I have forgiven you over and over and over again, and I think the only way you're going to learn is if I let this happen to you. Now, see, that's not a mean old God. That is a loving Father that can't get through to us. Jesus and God cannot be in contrast to one another. They can't contradict one another. They're the same. So you can't look at Jesus as being all-loving and God as being all-mean that just doesn't work. So you need to start looking at God differently. He loved us so much that he would send his son, that Jesus would go from the throne in heaven to come to earth to fix us. This is actually what we celebrate at Christmas. And, and I love the whole Santa Claus thing and all the gifts and the trees. I love it all. And I don't want to take any of that away, but what we're really celebrating is the love that God has for us and the redemption plan that he puts into motion by sending his son to be born of a virgin and to be just like us so that we would understand him. This is Christmas. It starts out as a baby, the undercover king. And a lot of people doubt it. I could understand this. Some, some girl gets pregnant and what? maybe she was 13 or so, very young. And says, she's never been with a man. And if she walked into Lanark and said that, I'm sure all you people that sit around at the restaurants or wherever you do your thing are saying, yeah, right. Right? We would have had a lot of names for her. And she says, I'm carrying the Christ. Yeah, right. So for what? 30 years of his life, uh, people would be walking around saying, Uh Also, is that God in the flesh right there? That, That one that's kicking the can down the road and playing ball with everybody? 30 years, Mary would have had to put up with people saying stuff like that, and we would have done the same thing. If a baby was born to a virgin in this little town and didn't do anything, got to be 30 years old and still haven't done a thing, think about what you would have said about her, about them. Think about the rumors that would have been flying the gossip, people watching, poking fun. Jesus was the undercover king, and all of a sudden he gets baptized and his ministry starts, and then we get it. Isn't this the same as watching one of these shows? The guy goes undercover, watching everything, and he's, he's taking notes on how his people are acting, and, you know, they're just so bad, he just has to rip his stuff off and say, okay, we got to do something about this. This is how I see Jesus coming to this earth with this message of love and this message of hope. And we didn't treat him right. In fact, we didn't like him. The majority of the people thought that he was going to take over and be this ruler. And the kings, of course, couldn't have that because they were used to being a king. They weren't going to allow this. And not only did they try to kill him, but they did. Would we do that? If a baby was sent into Lanark, Illinois, given birth from a virgin, and she said, this is the Son of God, conceived by the Holy Spirit. I have never been with a man. The angel came to me and told me to not be afraid that God had found favor in me and that I was going to be pregnant with the Messiah. What would you have done? It's okay to smirk, because I know what we would have done. It's okay to laugh we would have tore them up. We would have never believed it. But yet now that we do know, are you going to celebrate Christmas any different? It's fun to have all the stuff, all the Santa Claus stuff, all the gifts, everything that goes on, it's a lot of fun. But what we're really celebrating is this love for us so much that a baby comes into this earth To die for us. That's Christmas. That's what we need to be celebrating. The gift of the child was so amazing, but yet it's all about you. You're the reason for the season. The gift is the reason for the season, the Christmas season, but you're the reason for the gift. You couldn't have eternal life on your own. So God gives us this great gift, and it's for you. Christmas is all about you so that you can have eternal life. I just, I can't imagine this plan that he had, this redemption plan, and, and for Jesus to come from the throne, the, the glory of living with the Father in heaven and coming to earth for us. John 1.14, let's take a look at that. And the word became flesh and dwelt among you, us. And we have seen his glory, glory as only the Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Boy, I butchered that one. See, I wasn't ready for you guys. I can't imagine the word becoming flesh. John 1.1 1, 1 actually says, in the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the Word, and He was there from the very beginning. Everything was built for Him and through Him. And as God starts to create, we just start to mess things up. We really did. The world is just a mess, it's not getting any better. But it can. There's hope. He loves you so much that he asks very little of you so that you can have eternal life. He asks quite a bit from you if you want the blessings and the favor. That takes obedience. But to have eternal life really is just accepting Jesus for who he was, committing your life the best that you can. There's no way I can follow all those rules. Maybe some of you can. I'm just not that good. I mean, even even just my mind is is my worst enemy, My, my thoughts. And I, I'll confess to all of you, I'm, I'm no better than any of you. I'm one of these slow drivers, and somebody blew by me this week, and I wanted to give, a, give him the international sign pretty bad. You know, does this ever happened to you, and you say, boy, I hope there's a cop up there. Don't, don't, am I the only one that does that? I, I want the cop to be sitting up there and catching him. And then when I go back by, I'll laugh or honk or wave. Dude, maybe you should have just followed me. Right? Oh, does that make me better than somebody else? You guys do this too. My mind's not good. But God loves me and all of you so much that he would send a baby to this earth to die for us. And that was the message that the baby brought. So how are you celebrating this year? Are you... Are you broken hearted for what you've done? Scripture says that God is close to the broken hearted. It's the broken heartedness that is, I'm sorry for what I've done. Just a a gut wrenching, wow, I, I have not been good. I don't deserve this baby to be born and live on this earth and be punished and mocked at the way that he was for me. And then to die on a cross for me? I am unworthy of that. But he thought I was. And he thinks you are too. The redemption plan is put into motion by a baby that comes to earth to be like us, the undercover king. And what did we do with him? So I'm going to ask you, what are you doing with him? Are you still in that frame of mind? That, you know, until he was a certain age, he didn't really do anything. And I'm not really sure he's really even the son of God. And, and you know, if you're in that mindset, then Christmas is just about the Christmas trees and Santa Claus and, and all that kind of stuff. Or are you in the mindset that I become like the world to win the world over and the trees are beautiful. And I love Santa Claus. I, I, look at me. I am Santa Claus. Right? Are there any kids in here? I better be careful. Yeah, How many of you drank the milk? Right? I told my kids to put out sugar for the reindeer because I was not eating those carrots. Do I look like I like carrots? <laughs> you leave sugar for the reindeer. How profound is it, though, that God would become flesh and blood and come to this earth to die for us? Emmanuel, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. And he will will be called Emmanuel. They knew this stuff. They should have expected this. And some did. And some of you do too. But a lot of us are just going through life trying to wing it the best that we can. And when you understand what the baby did for us, you'll understand Christmas. It's not about all the stuff. It's about the love that God had for us. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Trials. I don't like the fiery ordeals he puts me through, but it's the only thing that would have got me to move to the place where he wanted me to be. What does it take for you? I oftentimes say to people, what's it going to take? Okay, if they won't listen to you, you know, I'm not a big fan of Bible thumping. I'm I'm not, I don't see that working much in my life. But when you tell people that, that life is better this way, And they don't respond. There's not much you can do. What's it going to take? This is when I start praying for people. Boy, I hope God doesn't put them through what he put me through. You don't want that. When you can just accept now instead of waiting for some sort of sign that you're looking for. We've been given a sign. A baby came to this earth. He walked this earth for 33 and a half years. And in his ministry... He only did three and a half years. The other 30 years, he was just like us. And I know what you would have called him. I know what you would have talked about and gossiped about. Oh, that's the son of God over there making a chair. Yeah. Even hanging on the cross, they said, if you're God, why don't you just come down? What do you need for a sign? Do you really want one? I want you to think about this now. Do you really want to be put through something where then you'll know? You're actually asking for suffering. You're asking for heartache. You're asking for illness. You're asking for a lot of drama and trauma. But people want this. Well, I'm not gonna believe till I see it for myself. Oh my goodness. It's Christmas. It's the perfect time to come to know Christ. If he's the undercover king and came to this earth, how would he see you? What what kind of a report would he take back to the Father about you? What did you do with what he gave you? What did you do with the message that you've heard your whole life? What did you do for him? What did you do with him? How are you treating people? Undercover King comes to earth and hangs out with you, flesh and blood, bones, just like you, eats like you, drinks like you. Well, how would you treat him? How are you treating him? Can he go back to the Father and say, you know what? They got it going on they have heard the message they don't need to be rebuked they don't need to go through any more fiery ordeals they got it or would he go back and say father we have some work to do I was in this household the other day what would he say to the father if he was in your household if he was at your workplace if he was with you this morning on your way to, to church, would he have a favorable report or would he rip off his disguise and say, I am the Christ. This world was made for me and through me, and what you're doing is an abomination. And you'd say, hey, I went to church this morning. Yeah, hey, I got the, I got the cross around my neck. What else do I say? Fish on the back of the car? (laughs) Boy, I've ruined you guys for that, haven't I? I'm so sorry. I I don't have one. I should probably put one on. So I. You got the fish on the back of your car, and so did the guy that went flying by me, and I said, I hope there's a cop up there. Right? He flipped me off when he went by me. He's got the fish on the back of his car. Don't you think Jesus would take that report back to the Father and say, we got some work to do? I don't know what you're going to have to do to this one, but he does not understand the fish on the back of the car. Do you get it? Do you understand Christmas? Will the worship team get ready? Isaiah 9, 6. For to us a child is born, for to us a son is given. The government shall be on his shoulders means the world. In his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I love when John the Baptist says, Behold, the Lamb of God. Jesus is walking towards him, the one who takes away your sins. How are you going to act this Christmas? What are you going to do? How about... Simplest thing you could do. Before everybody rips into their presents say, we need to pray quick. It's Jesus' birthday. That is so simple. You see, that would let the kids know where you stand. What your attitude is towards Christmas. What Christmas is about. The first thing we do is this. Now, if your kids wake up earlier than you and go down and rip presents open before you're ever up, that's all right. Let them have some fun. But seriously, Christmas is all about the birth of the baby who comes to this earth to die for you because he loves you that much. I wouldn't put my dog on the cross for you. Maybe a couple, no. For Abby? Mm, That'd be close. We, we can't even really comprehend this kind of love, can we? Can you imagine having a baby? And I, I see Max and Shaley back there. they got a brand new baby. You take that baby and give it to a bunch of thugs and say, go ahead and, and kill it. I love these people that much. Seriously. We cannot comprehend that kind of love. We cannot. Like I say, I wouldn't give my dog to people to do that. I love my dog. But yet, he sends his son to this earth to hang on a cross that was meant for you and takes your place so that when he does go back to the Father with his report of what's going on in the world, he can hand them the report on you and say, they're all good. I love them so much. I died for them. I made them good. Father, they are with me, and they can be set free and have eternal life with you. That's the report the undercover king would take back to the Father. It all started with this little baby. But when he walked out of that grave, we know it wasn't the end. That's the part that gives us the hope. That's the part that when we understand the love. The crucifixion of Christ is an Easter thing. But you can't forget it when you think about the baby being born. They go hand in hand. A baby being born to take your place so that your report to the main boss can say, they are righteous, they are good, they are sinless. They can have eternal life with you. That's Christmas. And it all started on one dark, holy night. Okay, undercover king comes to this earth And he's going to give a report back to the Father on a few things. He says, love one another. How you doing? Have mercy on one another. How you doing? Forgive one another. How's that working for you? Could he go back and say, your report was awesome? They are doing exactly what we want them to do. They are part of the kingdom, and they will have eternal life, and it will start on this very day. Father, they're all good. Or will he say, Father, we got some work to do. They're not getting it. I came and walked this earth, and they're not listening to me. They don't understand. What are we going to do? And he's going to say, I love them so much I will die for them. I will take their place so they can have eternal life. That does not give you the right to act the way you want to. What it should do is give you this heartbroken emotion for the way that you've acted and the things that you've done. But this baby was born so you could have eternal life. The gift is the reason for the season. But you are the reason for the gift. So at the end of the undercover boss show, he takes these people that he was with and comes before them and those that did well he rewards. In those that did bad he rebukes. You understand that's judgment day, right? Undercover boss it's just like having an undercover king who's going to go back and report how you're doing. Love one another. Have mercy. Forgive one another. Love God. Love people. Father, this year I saw them do so much better. We're working, the kingdom is expanding, the kingdom is getting better. It's listening. Are you in that group? Thank you for coming to church this morning. I wish I had a better message for you. And we'll have a lot of fun tonight with the candlelight. And But can you leave this place and understand what the baby was for, why he came, and what he did for you? And then live your life that way. Don't just confess it to yourself. Let the world know by the way that you act. It doesn't even have to be the words that you say. But this Christ child was born for you and its purpose was to make you good. Can you at least say that? It's Christmas. Let's pray. Father God, we owe you more than we could ever give you. God, the best thing that I could ever give to you, the only thing that would be worthy of a gift for a king is to lead somebody else to you. God, this year... Let me bring a person to you. Let me bring a heart to you because that is worthy of what you did for us, to lead people to you so they can have eternal glory. God, I want to be able to tell baby, the people that the baby is the reason I celebrate Christmas. I want to do it different this year, and I want to make sure that my actions reflect what I say. We thank you so much for the birth of Christ. It's why we've gathered here. And it's the reason for the gift, but we are the reason that you sent it. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen.